1: Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the
2: iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter.
4: Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game
2: on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. For all the parents out there, picture that it's bedtime. You and the kids have been busy all day.
4: Welcome into what's burning. I feel like we need that like breaking news because like six seconds ago, the Sixers announced they are firing Doc Rivers. One fifty four to eighty two regular season record, but twenty and ten in the playoffs. Sixers have lost in the second round five the past six seasons. So this run actually predates Doc, but also speaks to ownership's frustration levels. So I'll just start, Matt. What do you make of Doc getting fired?
1: Ah, uh, interesting. Um, as someone who played for Doc uh, great motivator I feel like at times struggles with in-game adjustments Um, you know it's been well documented all week before he was fired just his 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 record in closeout games or or his teams blowing 3-1 or 3-2 leads Um, game seven this last game seven I mean it's yeah, Doc is a coach, but, you know, Embiid and Harden played piss poor. Uh, I think they know that. I think the world knows that. Um, but I don't know, Rach. Doc has 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 been one of those very lucky coaches that from the beginning, starting with T-Mac, um, on to Boston with two Hall of Famers, on to the Clippers with Blake and Chris, uh, on to uh, 76ers. He's always found a team that has at least one bona fide superstar, but two. Uh, But his inability to get them over the hump, Um, you know, record very solid. But, you know, with teams like that and talent like that, you have to win championships or at least get to the championship. And I think his inability to do that uh, with these very talented teams is possibly why he was fired.
4: Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. You look at him big picture and there's a lot of reasons why, hey, this may be justified. But in terms of the specific of game six and game seven in this series, I mean, his key players didn't play well down the stretch in game six. And by the way, if Jason Tatum didn't happen to get hot, At the end of that game, the very bit of the fourth quarter, this is a different conversation. They win game six at home and they're in the conference finals and he still has his job and I'm sure has his job for years to come. And then game seven, they lose a game seven on the road against the team that made the NBA finals last year. That was the number one seed for much of the season this season with a transcendent performance from a legit star in Jason Tatum, I I believe, I mean, he got over 50, but I believe the way he scored it hadn't ever been done before. I mean, there's so many things that had to happen for them to get this result. It just, I I don't know. I I, I always worry when we just are quick to fire coaches, who are you going to get to replace him? Is that person going to actually be better? And, And we at least have a good free agent class of coaches, I guess. Yeah, You've got Nick Nurse, Monty coaches. Williams out there, Mike Budenholzer. You've also got openings, though. It's a little bit of musical chairs. Milwaukee, Phoenix, Philly, Detroit, Toronto. Who do you think is the best candidate, and what do you think is the best job?
1: Um, real quick before I get there, it, it, it's hard, Rachel, yeah. because I think, like you said, you know these guys didn't show up and play. you know. But I think yeah. often the, the coach is the scapegoat because you're paying James and obviously Embiid, who is their cornerstone, so much money. You know what I mean? So I, I think they think that the coach is always going to be a quick fix, and, and sometimes it is, but sometimes it isn't. Um, back to your question, best opening? is that, Was that yeah. the question? I mean, yeah, honestly, what do you think is best I, I, opening? Uh, uh, Milwaukee. You know, you got Giannis. Yeah. You have your entire core built. You know, obviously they have some decisions to make uh, with Brooke Lopez, but I think these guys have been making solid runs the last few years. they got more time to rest this year and come back healthy <laughs> next year. So, you know, obviously that Milwaukee job is enticing. Um, the Philly job is enticing. The Phoenix job is enticing. Uh, there's a, there's a lot of open spots with open talent. Um, so it'd be interesting to see who goes where, but at the same time, is it, is the coach the fix or is it the personnel having to do their job as players, uh, to get themselves there?
4: Yeah, no, I mean... I think We're going to get to Phoenix in a minute, and I think that's a big question there. I want to stick with Philly just for one more second, though, because there was speculation that some of the Doc move was made in part to please James Harden. He made it clear after Game 7 he wasn't a great fan. Uh, he was asked about the relationship. He fumbled around for a little bit. Then he finally got <laughs> to calling it OK. OK. Um, right. OK. Uh, Harden has a player option of $35.6 million. Remember, even if he opts out, he can re-sign with Philly. They could offer him actually the most money of any team out there. But Matt, you've heard those persistent rumors. He's considering a return to Houston also. If you're James Harden, what would you do?
1: Uh, I mean, not only Houston, but where he played college ball at in Phoenix, you know what I mean? And possibly teaming up with Kevin Durant again without the Kyrie Irving drama. Um, I don't know. You know, again, I don't know. This Philly uh, trust the process has has been 10 years in the making and and hasn't necessarily (laughs) came anywhere. And then, you know, you know, Jimmy Butler's, you know, they picked Tobias Harris over me and, you know, personnel decisions left and right that haven't necessarily benefited them uh phoenix uh you know they were high on everyone's list this year in the playoffs and you know even though they had to unload the whole house to get kevin durant you know a healthy a possibly a healthy chris paul could change this dynamics but you you think about you slide a james harden who's a 2010 guy in chris Paul's spot um that brings a whole new, new dynamic to philly or excuse me to phoenix Houston is a mystery to me. Obviously, he had a great time there, and, and it, not only in the community, <laughs> or, excuse me, not only on the court was he rocking, but in the community uh, from, a, from, from, from a nightlife standpoint and really just giving getting back in the community and helping people in out. the
4: community is
1: amazing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, he had a good time. But that is a team that, you know, we'll talk about it later, could possibly get the number one pick with uh, Victor, and you add James and Victor with that young core. That'd be interesting to see. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I, I you know, I, I, I hate to guess where he would be. But to me, I, it looks like if there's an opportunity to go to Phoenix, that would be uh, an amazing, amazing situation for uh, I think everyone involved.
4: <coughs> well, look, Phoenix to me is the one where I do not. I, I just I, I don't understand what they were doing with Monty Williams. I'm sorry. Oh, if you man. look at the roster, Monty was working with, especially after Chris Paul went down. How do you blame coaching for them losing to the number one seed in the West when they gave away all of their depth to get Kevin Durant? Which, by the way, I'm fine with. I think if you have a chance to go get Kevin Durant, you go get yeah. te- Kevin Durant. But then you can't expect to win that season yeah. before you have the off season to sort of retool. I-, I don't know. I was I was I didn't like that one at all.
1: Yeah. And I think, too, uh, I think his, his winning percentage is over 700, which is insane. Yeah. And, and you look what he's been able to do with that team. Uh, the injury to Chris Paul. DeAndre Ayton, either quitting or I don't even know what you want to call it. But, you know, the way that Book and and KD went out there and and gave their all. And like you said, Rach, you know, a trade midseason and you expect it to to instantly bloom flowers uh, with key guys either being hurt or not performing is uh, an an unreasonable expectation. So I think out of all the coaches who were fired, I'm with you. That one was the one that made the least – amount of sense but you know you what we also think uh you know Aiden and Monty Williams it hasn't been no secret they have not got along and you know not you don't even have to be in the locker room to know that obviously they give Aiden a bunch of money last year and again come playoff time you see this guy not slapping people's hands and not performing and on the end of the bitch pouting maybe that was something to hopefully wake Aiden up because they have given him a whole bunch of money now we got the coach out the way you know what are you going to do um, so, again, I'm with you. That was probably the the, the worst, in my opinion, firing this offseason.
4: It made no sense to me. And by the way, there's multiple reports out there that they are aggressively shopping Aiton. So in terms <laughs> right. of the relationship between right. the two of them, I, I don't right. get why they would certainly, you know, If they want to try to keep James Harden in Philly, and this is a bid to get rid of Doc Rivers to keep James Harden because, you know, it doesn't seem like those two are that close, uh, that's one thing. But a guy that you're supposedly putting on the training block, I just, it doesn't make any sense to me. And by the way, it does make sense to get rid of Aiton. I I still have faith in Aiton as a player. I think that somewhere he will find the right fit and really be what he was projected Uh to be. But it doesn't seem like it's going to be in Phoenix. So if that's the case trade him, get back some parts that can add depth. Same thing with Chris Paul. He's got that balloon payment basically coming right now. $15 million of his salary is guaranteed. Ooh. But if he gets to the end of next month, of, of uh, June then $30 million is guaranteed, $30 million plus. Ooh, so they are going to be looking to see what they can get for him, too. And, and that's a case, by the way, where they might get the same amount of salary back, but in players who are multiple right. players, role players, yep. guys yep. who if one guy depth. is hurt, the other guy might still be there. Depth. It's, it's a crazy depth. idea, depth.
1: <laughs> and rates too, um... You know, if I'm not mistaken, Aiden being from Arizona, going to school mm-hmm. at Arizona, now playing for the Phoenix Suns, sometimes you need to get up out of that bubble. You know what I mean? Get yeah. out of the bubble, not have all these yes men in your ear telling you it's everyone else's fault, but yours Maybe a new situation because I agree. I mean, we talked about this, I think, last week on KG Certified. Yeah. Aiden is very, very, very talented. Uh uh, an, an array of moves on the offensive end, someone who can block shots, be a rim protector, uh, lob threat, mid-range, Poe. He can do it all. But I just think he's a little too comfortable where he's at. And there's probably the wrong kind of influences in his ear pointing the finger at everyone but him. And I think a new surrounding, as you said, can, can serve him well because he is a very talented young big.
4: Uh, that team has so much potential to me. I mean, you've got KD and Book. You've already got the secret, the thing that's the hardest thing to get in the NBA. Yep. Two legit big-time superstars. I think they've got the chance to add depth. I know they gave away a bunch of stuff when they traded for KD, but they do have players that they can move to, to cash in for some depth. And again, I think Monty Williams was the guy to bring them along through what's going to be a tumultuous offseason. He would have uh, been a voice of consistency. And who are you going to get who's going to be better? I mean, this is the question for all of these trigger-happy owners is it's one thing to get rid of your coach. It's another thing to replace him. Two different problems. I don't know. You and, didn't tell me, by and, the way. Hmm, go ahead.
1: No, I was going to say, obviously you get rid of money and then you get rid of your, I mean, you're shopping the coach on the floor too. And Chris Paul. Yes, so that's Chris a Paul. lot of structure and, and yep. dependency on two guys that really kind of may have not have been the main reason the wheel was going, but a big part of what were the reason why the wheel was moving. So you yep. get rid of money, you, you trade CP. Um, it is going to be a very interesting to, to, to see what ownership does over there in Phoenix.
4: You didn't tell me who you think the best candidate out there is. So if uh, best candidate the best for
1: spot. yeah I, I, the best candidate for Phoenix, um,
4: or just man, in general,
1: oh the best of candidate the coaching overall, derby. the best. I would just love to see Rach. Uh, you saw what he did in Golden State with the foundation, and and there's so many mm-hmm. reasons why he hasn't been hired since. And you hear stories. I don't know what's true, what's not, but I love what Mark Jackson was able to bring to that core in Golden State. Mm-hmm. And now now with that said, I mean, some guys are great young team coaches because they're very hands-on and very this and very that. And some guys can coach anywhere. So I'm not really sure how he would be. But I mean, the foundation he helped build over in Golden State before this dynasty got going, you you can arguably say that they may not be a dynasty if Mark Jackson didn't allow Steph and Clay to play the way they did, and and, and everything he and you know instilled in those young guys. So I would love to see Mark Jackson get a chance. Obviously, this is going to be a, a huge free agent summer for coaches, but I would love to see Mark Jackson get a you know get a real shot with the team that has everything, and and they need a coach to kind of guide the ship.
4: Well, I know he's been interviewing again. That teams have been talking to him. I think Mark would really be great with some of these teams, and there's enough there's enough openings out there, right? Yeah, so a lot of them. Let's see with what good, he can do again with
1: good team, Rach, I don't recall this many good teams having openings. Yeah. Normally, it's the bottom of the barrel, like shit. Am I risking my coaching career going to this team? Like, there's a lot yep. of teams that you know you insert a player and a solid coach, and they're they're contenders in their conference.
4: Yep. Absolutely. Well, we got another team that is not have a coaching void, but may have a superstar void soon. We are waiting to see what the league office does, Matt, with John Morant yet again, flashing a gun on IG Live. I feel like I've just said this sentence recently. Uh, (laughs) Grizzlies, by the way, suspended him from all team activities. But remember, he's got a five year, $194 million max contract set to begin this coming season. Just rolled out that signature shoe with Nike. I mean, what was your first thought? When you saw this flash across your phone.
1: You can't be this dumb little homie. You just can't. You can't. I mean, he already missed out if I'm not mistaken. was it 30 or 39 million for not making all NBA. And, and we all know Rachel, to me, in my opinion, I could be wrong. He didn't make all NBA, not because he wasn't good enough. It was because of the bullshit off the court. So you right there, you lost 40, let's just say 40 million. Uh, Signature shoe. Uh, We look with Nike and, and, it was crazy because I knew two years ago, I was like, he is a signature shoe type player. I'm sure a lot yeah. of other people said that he has the opportunity. You saw Nike stand by him the first time around. Uh, we're standing strong, even though, you know, the Kyrie situation, we know it, with Kyrie, the whole that whole and, and they decided to step away. So you make the same mistake twice in, in two months. So now you're jeopardizing not only money that you should have had from being the incredible player you are, You're forcing other people's hands. You're forcing Nike's hand. What is it? Because I know Nike's taking a lot of heat right now for standing by this guy. And then you look at Powerade and the deal he just had. And he should have commercials all throughout the playoffs right now. But those are being pulled. Um, I've never seen in, in a day and age where camera phones, celebrities, entertainers, athletes really have to walk on eggshells. I've never seen a group of guys telling themselves so much. Like, it's not like other people have caught Ja yeah. flashing a gun around or, you know, people outside no. of his, his his circle. It's him telling on himself in the strip club and his homie, yep. his homie telling on him in the car. And if you guys know how you move and how you bounce and you get hy- hyped to these songs... You don't have to show the world, just enjoy the moment. I think so often yep. people always want to show the moment or show on like, look, look at me and my homie Jaw. We, we active, we, we feeling it. Give that shit up if you guys can't keep, to me, it reminds me of, you know, someone young who got money and, and, and it's burning a hole in their pocket. They either got to spend right. it or show it. Like, look at this wall. Yep. Like I came up and luckily I was never really around guns a lot, but you know, I, my dad was a little active and, and, and I knew some people and the rule was you only pull the gun to use it. You know what I mean? And you hear a bunch of people saying like, oh, it's his Second Amendment and then this, this and that. That's not what's in question here. I encourage everyone, as long as you know how to use it and you have it registered, carry a gun if you feel like you need it. But you don't you don't pull it out for likes and comments and, and, and to show how cool you are. Another thing that kind of took me back, too, is a real gangbanger out here in L.A., you know, someone from the rolling 60s uh, got on social media last week and pleaded to job ja. like this is not the path, bro. Like. Whether you came from it or not, you're not in this, you know, and, and invited him out to L.A. And, and and told him, come roll with him and, and see what this life is really like. And I just think that, you know, everyone that I knew that really came from it, you know, yeah. the goal is to get out of it, not to once you get the bread, go back to it. Um, so. It's just unfortunate. I feel like, you know, to, to who much is given, much is expected. And this guy has a lot of weight on his shoulders from a standpoint of, you know, you look at him, Tatum, Booker, they're the next wave of American stars to carry the torch. You know, LeBron is yep. on his way out with all due respect. KD, Steph have a handful of years left. This next wave includes Ja, and he has the opportunity to be the face, one of the faces of the league. And it's just like you want to be something so good Bad, it's 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 insane, and again, I'm not saying don't carry a gun. I'm not saying if you feel like you need to carry a gun, carry that motherfucker. But just you pull it for a reason, you don't pull it for likes and comments and and, and, and dancing on social media. That's just not the lifestyle. If, if rappers can do that, and and and, and that's yeah. glorified for rappers, you know what I mean? But you see, and even people- that, by the
4: way. If you look yeah, at it, right. to, to the point, I mean, you look at the gun violence we've got in this right. country, you can make an oh. argument with that, too, but yeah. certainly not with the NBA. And by the way, I mean, what you're talking about is exactly the thing the league office has said it doesn't want. Right. They're not saying this guy, you know, there were any of these guys can't carry a gun in their private life if it's uh-huh. legal in the state they're supposed to be in. It is about making a big show of it. it is about. Uh-huh the specific thing that he's trying to do that you're talking about that he should not do. And it's not like he doesn't know, Matt. I I talked to him (laughs) after (laughs) Memphis was eliminated last month. I asked him directly. I said, what did you learn from this season? Here was his quote back to me. He said, I've just got to be better with my decision-making. That's pretty much it. Off the court issues affected us as an organization, just more discipline. That is what he Mm -hmm. said to me.
1: Yeah. I mean, and you look at the the, the Memphis situation, I wholeheartedly believe that they got rid of Dylan Brooks because Ja was such a handful. Like if we can't handle all these wild cards, Ja's a superstar. So we're going to give you the bit. We're going to keep trying to give you the benefit of the doubt. Dylan Brooks, although solid second team, all defense, congratulations. You're not this caliber of player. So we can't deal with both of you guys. You know what I mean? Like one has to go and obviously it's going to be the lesser of the players. So that's all this. This is, is, you know, and, and kind of what bothers me, too, is just obviously he's doing it for likes and comments. But w- w- what trips me out is there's so many people trying to justify what he's doing. And obviously, if he's doing it for likes and comments. He's going to look to see like all oh, these all these people are saying it's cool. And I should be like, that's not it, man. That's not it. So, again, if you're his friend, you're in his circle keep the phones down because y'all keep telling on yourself. That's like shooting yourself. That's like Cheddar Bob from 8 Mile. Like you keep shooting. You keep telling on yourself. Like no one else has caught you slipping. You've slipped personally with selfies and in the car going nuts. And and everyone has those moments. Everyone is feeling something. Like, Rach, we came up with real gangster music. Like the real gangster, gangster rap started when we were coming up. So we know the energy and the feeling. But just imagine on the flip side, if you saw a LeBron... Flash a gun while he's reading. He loves to rap in the back of his car. Imagine a Steph yep. like although he's not them, he's carrying that same torch those guys will be carrying once they're gone. Yep. So that's why yep. it's just like it, it's a morale clause. It's, it's it's you know, kids are looking up to you. You saw Michael Wilbon say his son is not allowed to wear Josh shoe. There's just so much at stake. And it, it's crazy that he is willing to risk that for likes and and, and, and cool points. It's It's just fucking insane to me.
0: Are you all about the NBA action? You've got to try Pick 6, the newest fantasy app from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Right now, new customers can earn a 100% instant deposit matchup to $100 in Pick 6 credits when you deposit $5 or more. Getting started is simple. Just download the DraftKings Pick 6 app and sign up with code ATS. Pick at least two players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat. Like will they score more or less than 30 points? Or have more or less than eight assists? Lock them in and compete against others for a shot at huge cash prizes. Download the DraftKings Pick 6 app now and get started with code ATS. New customers can earn a 100% instant deposit matchup to $100 in Pick 6 credits when you deposit $5 or more. Only on DraftKings Pick 6 with code ATS. The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 deposit to receive a match of up to $100 in Pick 6 credits. Non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only. Expire after 180 days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18-plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick six not available in all states. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick six states. Avoid where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos.
3: Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not with 80 Acres Farms.
2: Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: So obviously the accountability isn't there, right? Because as I said, he knows what he should or shouldn't be doing. He said it out loud in front of a bunch of people. Uh, He doesn't feel apparently accountable, though, to anyone. He had an eight-game suspension at the end of this past season. That didn't do it. What would you do if you were Adam Silver in the league office? What do you think would get the message?
1: I would hate to be in this position because I think Adam Silver... by all means, people thought Adam Silver let him off easy the first time with the slap mm-hmm. on the wrist. He went to this so-called rehab program that did he really go or not? Is that just, you know, is that, you know, is that glitter and lights? Um, I initially said 25 to 30 games, but Adam Silver may have to make a statement this time and really show him that he's not fucking around. And Adam is the one commissioner that will do that. You know, he will mm-hmm. make a statement. And, and, and it'll be unfortunate if he goes a half a season. I mean, think about, again, you're losing your own money and endorsements, but now you're fucking up your team, bro. You know, so I don't expect it to be any less than 30 games. Um, mm-hmm. I hope it's in that 20 to 30 range. But, again, Adam may feel like he has to – you know, Adam is a good dude. And if you sit down and look him in the eyes and, and, and tell him everything, you, you know, he feels you learned and then you, you basically just lied to Adam's face. So how I was is gonna Adam say, gonna? That
4: just did that. He just disrespect. did that. He just sat across complete, from him.
1: Complete disrespect. It. So it'll be interesting to see what Adam does. I'm hoping for the lesser, just because you know I, I, this kid has so much potential. You know what I mean? So it's gonna be ugly. I think it's gonna be anywhere from twenty to half the season. I hope it's not like a real smack in the face, and he says you're done for the season because that would you know that would hurt a lot of yeah. a lot of people involved. So I'm hoping somewhere in that twenty to forty range, but hopefully closer to the twenty side.
4: I mean, look, I want Ja out on the court. He's one of my favorite players to watch. It, it sucks for all of us. By the way, the fans lose, too, when Ja Moran is off the court. That is a fun, competitive team. He does things every night that are just so fucking highlight-worthy. You want? I mean, it's, it gets you up off your couch. But he's the one who's taking this away from himself. It's, it's not Adam Silver who's going to be taking no. it away. It's not the people uh-huh. out there who are critical of him who are taking away. As you said, he told on himself, he's the one making mm. these decisions.
1: Mm. And he has got, so, I mean, again, outside of missing 40, 40 million, which is no one wants to give away. He's got a really, <laughs> you know, you with me coaching, like he's got a really dope shoe. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and and seeing kids, how much they love him and look up to him and knowing that his shoe will go, because Kyrie had a shoe that was going crazy. So you saw yeah. Ja in that and, and jaws that new wave. His shoe is going to go crazy. And you just think he's just fucking all this up for. Look, look at me type shit. Yep. Like, again, it's not, it's not on the floor. On the floor, he's incredible. Yep. It's, it's off the floor, young, immature shit that is going to end up, hopefully, not having this guy out of the league, but just hindering him and his team and his family and his community.
4: This is going to be interesting to see what Nike does too, by the way, because, because of the Kyrie decision, yes. they're more dependent on Ja. So
2: Absolutely. I would expect
4: hey. them to give him even a little bit more room, but we'll have to, See, I don't know. All right, right. let's talk some actual basketball, Matt. I don't know. What do you think? Should we do that? (laughs) Um, Celtics Heat, Eastern Conference Finals, repeat from last season. Um, We know last year it came down to seven, but right to the wire, right? Um, Heat have always played the Celtics tough. They're two and two this season. Do you think the number eight seeded Miami's unlikely postseason run ends here, or is Butler and company the perfect matchup to take out the Celtics?
1: It almost seems like doubting Jimmy Butler, and and, and don't get this misconstrued, (laughs) but it's like doubting LeBron at times. Like, don't ever doubt LeBron. Jimmy Butler has shown, I mean, he's not LeBron. I'm not saying he's LeBron, but he's one of the most competitive uh, grinders, blue-collar superstars we've ever had that can will his team to where they need to go, considering the injuries. And and, and they lost their first game in the play-in, didn't they?
4: yes. Yeah, they, I mean, the, you know, the skin of the skin of their crazy. teeth are right,
1: here. Right, right. You know, <laughs> now they got guys hurt. But uh, t- t- to get to the series, this team matches up really well with uh, with Boston. And, you know, they played each other last year. And, you know, if you recall, you know, Jimmy Butler, rebound, pull up three in transition. You know, if that goes, <laughs> yep. they're going to the finals. You know what I mean? So um, they got guys that can guard Tatum and Brown or at least make them work. Uh, and they got versatile wings. Um, it, 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 it's going to be fun. You know, this is, the, this is the bubble matchup and everyone was talking about the bubble was some bullshit and bubble was this and that where, you know, we're, we're getting a repeat, you know, two or three years later to, of these bubble matchups. And I personally think that Boston is either the first best or second best team left in the playoffs. So I expect them to win, but it won't be easy. But again, I wouldn't be surprised if Miami kept this, this amazing run, going with the hopes of getting, if they can get past Boston, getting Tyler Hero back for the finals.
4: Well, Boston had those sort of flaky, underperforming moments in the series against Philly. I would expect the Heat and Jimmy Butler to take advantage of that oh, better absolutely. than the Sixers did.
1: Uh, and, and, and Rachel, we recall how well they played without Jimmy that one game and, and, and yep. took Philly to the wire. So this is a team that is coached well. That is very prepared and you know we've sung coach bolsters praises one of the best coaches in the game will be a hall of fame coach uh as soon as he hands it up so like you said that you this team is not going to beat themselves and you're not going to luck up and beat this miami heat team you have to literally beat this team so night you know if you decide to take games off or slip miami's going to win that shit. they're not going to be philly and, and and give you a chance to play around and come back so boston has to play better uh jason tatum has to be very consistent this round And if they do Mm -hmm. that, to me, I think they should win. But there's a lot of, you know, in the past that, you know, I I feel like Boston is going to keep the window open for this team. And and that could be dangerous.
4: This is great for me because in sports, right? I mean, sometimes the team's just much more talented or something and it kind of is an uneven matchup. It's close enough here that what we're really testing with Boston is what is their mental metal, right? Because we know that on paper they're the more talented team. Jason Tatum has shown us he can be trans I mean he can he can just be transcendent. He's incredible. Mm-hmm. But are they tough enough to get through this round? I mm-hmm. want to see it.
1: Yeah, and then you know, obviously, hopefully, Missoula learned from his, you know, non-call in timeout. <laughs> you know, when you look at the coach, because you always want to look at the coaching matchup too. And to yes. me, Spolster is night and day. And this is not what well, all, they got the all, advantage. All, yeah, they definitely got the advantage on the coaching side too, the X and O's and the strategy and the in-game adjustments. So that's why it makes it even more important for those players to come out there and really play. It's 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 do or die every single game. There's no games off because Miami is not the kind of team that you can mess around with.
4: Yeah, that's a great point. Also, by the way, Tyler Hero was originally projected to come back, not before what a theoretical NBA finals run would be, but apparently he's a little bit ahead of schedule. Reports are that he's doing well. So, I mean, we don't know, but it's possible he could come back toward the end of this conference finals. We'll find out. I don't know. Something to watch. Interesting. Get to the West over here. Lakers-Nuggets, another bubble rematch, right? Uh, Both teams coming in a little stronger this time because the Lakers proved in the last round they have depth when it mattered. Anthony Davis further along than he was back in the bubble when they won the title. They've got Reeves, Lonnie Walker, Dennis the Menace, all producing when called upon. And and look, we saw the toll that the Joker had on Aiton, so it is going to be rough for Davis. But what what do you think? What do you think, sort of, what's your overall take up on this matchup?
1: Well, I mean, to back up a little bit... um just as we sung Miami's praises from coming through the plan and, and, you know, we're starting to hear whispers that, you know, LeBron has the last chance guy following him around for this amazing run, you know, that they're making and, and how great would this be for these guys to come in, um, through the plan and get through the number one seed and get to the finals and, and, and possibly win it. You know I mean? Obviously there's a lot of work to do. (laughs) It's a lot easier said than done, but you know, the Lakers have got themselves here. Um, I think the most important thing is going to be Anthony Davis' consistency. We just spoke about Jason Tatum. I think Jason Tatum is more consistent than Anthony Davis. But Anthony Davis is going to have to win the Magic Johnson uh, Western Conference, you know, most valuable player um, in order for this team to win because this is no knock on LeBron, but, you know, A, just caught up to LeBron, and, and for the first time we've seen it in this playoff run, and he is not capable. And, again, this is not a knock. He's done it for goddamn 19 years. He's been able to put the whole yep. franchise on his back and run them through everything. It just, age is caught up to LeBron. So LeBron is wisely picking and choosing his spots, but mm-hmm. AD has to be that consistent, consistent uh, piece that is going to not only make a uh, uh, Jokic work on the uh, defensive end, but also make uh Jokic work on the offensive end. And I think one thing, Rachel, they had a lot of success with uh, Jokic in the bubble, and obviously he's gone on and won two MVPs since then, but they also had more depth in Dwight Howard and JaVel McGee, those big bodies that they can throw on Jokic where he can't yeah. bully these guys. You know, So you have Tristan Thompson, who is a proven winner but hasn't got much burn. I heard yesterday that the Mo- Mobamba is being reevaluated um, to mm-hmm. hopefully have a chance to play in this series to be able to throw some fouls at him, but I think it all comes down to... AD being very consistent, and then the role players. Which role players are going to shine? And can those role players shine uh, away? You know, you, you got KCP, who is a former Laker, who is has been played well all these playoffs, so expect him to come tough. Uh, Aaron Gordon did a good job offensively and defensively. Michael Porter Jr., uh, Bruce Brown, who's been amazing in these playoffs. And then you, on the flip side, you look at D'Lo and Austin Reeves. Can these guys answer the phone, or uh, excuse me, answer the bell uh, when it yeah. comes to playing on the road? We're for the yeah, both both the Lakers. Both. You know, the Lakers have gone into Memphis <laughs> and took Game One. Went into uh, Golden State and took Game One. Um, can they go get Game One in Denver? Uh, Denver's favored. Uh, we're gonna have to see. But AD has to be the superstar, Anthony Davis. He can't be just hey, I'm gonna play defense today and be great on defense. You have got to be great on both ends for this team to have a chance to advance.
4: Matt Jokic isn't just sort of one of the a better version of some of the big men that Anthony Davis has faced. He's a different version, right? I mean, he's craftier. He's the way he passes, all of the stuff. Uh, What is the sort of what does Anthony have to do differently than just sort of a straight up center that you're banging and going against?
1: Well, I asked Kevin Garnett this last week, like, what would you do? Against yeah. you know a, a Jokic and it's just give him constantly give him different looks. It, it, it's making him work. It's it's meeting him higher. Don't let it allow him to get position. You know once he comes over half court, ride him, bump him, mm-hmm. make it uncomfortable. Front him, send double team from the baseline. Sometimes sometimes send them from the middle. Just keep Jokic guessing. And you know I take this back to our we believe year when we had to guard Dirk and and Nelly mm-hmm. put me and Jack and sometimes Al Harrington. But the one thing was is we always gave Dirk different looks. He never knew where we were coming from. And although you know, Jokic is a great passer. You want to make the others beat you. I don't give a fuck who he, Even if he's passing yeah. Jamal Murray, you want to make everyone but Jokic come in here and beat you. So I say all that to say, they just have to keep him off balance. They got to make him work. And not only do they have to give him different looks on the defense of him, but they got to keep putting his ass in the pick and roll on the offensive end and and, and get him tired uh, and, and make him work. So it's going to be very interesting. There's a, there's a reason why he's, a you know, the reigning MVP and arguably one of the greatest centers uh, we've ever seen. So, But on the flip side, you know, we can say the same thing with the consistency Anthony Davis. He's one of the greatest power forwards we've ever seen. So AD has his work cut out on both ends. Uh, The the one thing that scares me is the Lakers' depth in that front court as far as being able to put big bodies on Jokic. So uh, we will have to see.
4: All right, let's get on to NBA Top Shot. The most legendary moments of the 2023 playoffs live forever as collectibles on NBA Top Shot. As the conference finals get started, the best highlights from each matchup are available as limited edition video collectibles you can own. You can start your collection today with NBA Top Shot app on iOS and Google Play or head to Topshot.com. Every pack you buy between today and May 31st will also enter you to win a VIP trip to the 2023 NBA Draft. That's a good prize. I like that. All right, oh, cool. we got a guest question. Who do you think is going to show up big in the conference finals and win the Larry Bird East MVP? You already said that you think that the pressure is on Anthony Davis to win the MVP in the West, so that's the only way the Lakers are going to win. What about in the East?
1: Same thing, Jason Tatum. He has to be yeah. the, the reign He's the reigning. Uh, he won the inaugural Larry Bird. He has to win his second straight award for Boston to, 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 to advance. Uh, I think there's a lot riding on Anthony Davis and Jason Tatum if they're the best players in these series both their teams advance to the finals if they don't neither of those teams will advance
4: plus you know Tatum won last year it was the first time the Larry Bird trophy was named uh-huh. the Larry Bird trophy i think you got to keep it in the Celtics yeah. family right I if mean, you're if you're a boston fan
1: Keep winning it, you might start calling it the Jason Tatum trophy. You don't know. So he's, gotta, he's <laughs> got this like work a cut
4: crazy. out. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all out there can start your NBA Top Shot collection today at NBAtopShot.com. Get closer than ever to the game and the players you love. Sign up today. All right, let's get into the real meat of it here. Let's pick some winners. Let's get into some odds on the radar, presented by DraftKings. The only sports book you need this postseason conference finals game one Lakers, Denver. Give it to me, Matt. Nuggets are six point favorites. Who do you got in game one?
1: I got Denver winning game one. Um, With the think,
4: spread no. against the spread. What are we talking?
1: Um, Money right, line? Look at, yeah. I'm not, uh, I'm not someone who really looks at, it. I just think straight head to head. I think Denver win. they yep. got a little bit more rest, um, altitude um so i'm taking my heart is with the lakers to win the series um but I, I have denver in game one
4: all right and what about wednesday night's game boston eight point favorites over the heat <sighs> that's,
1: a um, that's, a <laughs> that's a lot uh it's a lot uh i i'm taking boston to win game one at home um but i don't know if it's going to be by the spread uh it, i think both these series are going to be great but i think that the, the, this Eastern Conference series is is, is going to be a, a, just a grind, and I'm excited to see it. So I got Boston. I, I got the home teams protecting home court in game one.
4: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's funny. I, I do picks on DraftKings, and I, I got to say, I go with the money line more than the spread usually on games. I do player points and rebounds, assists, that kind of thing. But, like, I don't know, man. Those spreads – either Vegas is too good at doing them to pick or we talked about this.
1: I like, I don't understand how, how, how are they so good? Like if you watch these games crazy enough, it's probably going to be six and eight points. just like, or or five points or seven points. Like what, like, who are these people?
4: They're too good for me. (laughs)
1: All
4: right. Draft lottery on Tuesday night. We got to get to that before we go. Because, you know, Victor Webinyama, the big prize. This guy could turn a franchise around. I haven't seen this kind of excitement since the Zion draft. And frankly, maybe even a little bit more because Victor is such a sort of Interestingly, different player. Um, he he just he does everything a big man does, but also takes the ball up the floor. I mean, he's just been fantastic. He dazzled in Las Vegas when uh, he did some stuff with some other prospects. Business perspective, he's going to bring you a lot of money right off the bat. So, which team needs this guy most?
1: Well, I think the worst part about these lotteries is you're always going to franchises that have issues to suck. And, and, and uh, yeah. yeah, right. Thank you. And 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 winning starts at the top. So you look at you know Detroit. Uh, the Rockets in San Antonio, you know, San Antonio obviously historically has been great, but just of late they, they, they're down. So you look at those top three teams and then you throw, you know, Charlotte and, and, and Portland in there at the bottom. Um, I would love to see, since Dame is such a gun hoer for Portland, I would love to see him get a, a victor.
4: I mean, and, that'd be pretty and, great.
1: And, and be able to use that and, and mentor him and school him because I feel like. You know, with our brother Boogie, Boogie was a high talented, obviously, you know, we're not talking about Victor Womenyama, but Boogie was great in his own way, but he went to an organization yeah. with no structure, no foundation, yeah. seven coaches in eight years, and that can derail a lot of young Great players, especially a foreign player who's coming and living in the States for the first time and thinking, hey, this is how the, the, the NBA is. This is how the world is. Foundation is very important for these young stars. So um, hopefully he goes somewhere with a little bit of stability and, and some guidance from either, you know, veteran players and coaches. So off those five I just listed, I would love to see if Damon's going to stay in Portland. I'd love to see Damon chance get big fella.
4: Yeah. I mean, that would be the most fun. I'm totally with you. Mm -hmm. In terms of just sort of the teams at the best odds, I hope he ends up in San Antonio of those three bottom teams, just because I do think Greg Popovich would give him that structure and really teach him the game. Tim Duncan is still hanging around that franchise. I just think that that is the best incubator for his talents. Mm -hmm. Um, Houston worries me just because of what you just said. I mean, it's a very similar situation to what you just described with Sacramento at Boogie. And by the way, if James Harden did decide to come back there, it's not like He's known for mentoring young players. At least not <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> on the court.
1: Maybe in the um, community. Maybe in the community, Rach. In the community.
4: <laughs> in the community. <laughs> That's fantastic, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> totally. <laughs> bring that up over and over again with you all right i'm excited though for the draft lottery and all we got ahead. we got a good month coming up conference finals and finals matt we'll be with you all the way you got huge all the smoke guests coming up right you want to plug anything mm-hmm. before we Man, go we we,
1: we, no, we want to surprise people we got a good uh right. variety of, of championship winners and, and and people in the movie business and and owners so we're doing a lot of different we're being versatile on all the smokes so stay tuned
4: all right. Best show in basketball right now. See, y'all. be sure to catch that. You can catch What's Burning as well available every week on Showtime Basketball YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok at Show Basketball. See y'all soon.
1: Ja, get your shit together, bro.
3: Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2000 miles to reach your plate, but not 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter.
2: For all the parents out there, picture that it's bedtime. You and the kids have been busy all day.